0: Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim podcast episode 80. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits I find interesting. This episode is being recorded and released on Thursday, August, August 8th, 2019. Visit pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links. If you want to follow along or leave any feedback, it's always appreciated, so... Yeah, let's dive into our weekly feedback notes and links. So, thank you for everybody who left feedback on episode seventy-nine. Had a bunch of feedback on me. We uh, thank you to Frank Needhart for leaving feedback about the Galaxy, or I'm sorry, the Samsung. Yeah, Galaxy S10e, and he said he's actually had it twice, and he could almost live with it. <laughs> so, yeah, he went on to talk about some of the features and benefits of the S10e. Uh, and he also talked about AMOLED screens, uh, which I mentioned last time about being burned by burn-in. And so he mentioned the uh, Windows 10 mobile phones, all of which pretty much pretty much all of them have uh, AMOLED sc- or OLED screens. And uh, he asked if I had any, had, had any burn-in there uh, with those screens. And no, really, honestly, I haven't used those enough to, uh, as my daily driver, to even come close to having any sort of burn-in issues on those. And as far as the the Galaxy S10e, uh, it's kind of one of those things where I will keep an eye out for that in uh, in about a year's time, probably on Swappa, when I can actually, when the price comes down, and you know, it's actually affordable for me. Thank you to Frank for reaching out about that. Uh, thank you to Guillermo Ortiz, who reached out about the AMOLED displays as well, uh, talking about keeping the brightness low and uh, also keeping the phone in dark mode, basically keeping the heat down on the phone uh, as far as the display goes to prevent any sort of burn in. And uh, both Frank, to both Frank and Guillermo, I did say that I didn't expect the S10 line to have burn in yet. But like I was saying, I'll probably take a look in about a year's time and see where that S10E is on Swappa. Uh, see how people are selling it, how the screen works out. So uh, they also thank you to Simon Nobbs on MiWi who reached out about the he actually said he likes the new LG G6 intro better. So thank you, Simon, for that. He said he hasn't had any burning issues with any phones with an AMOLED screen also. So and he says that uh, Guillermo's advice would be uh, the one to follow. So thank you to Simon for reaching out about that. And then we did have some feedback on the show notes page for episode 79 from Keith B, Keith Bartlett. Uh, he says that he remembers the days of the Nokia Lumia 1020, which has an AMOLED display. And he talked about uh, seeing it uh, on display after a couple of weeks. It had burn in uh, the one that he saw on display in the store just after a few weeks after the release of the Lumia 1020. And he talked a little bit about uh, people in his family had 1020s. Only one of them had burn in. So I guess there was several 10 Lumia 1020s in his family and only one of them ended up with burn in. Uh, And it was he says it's it was his daughters who regularly had a battery pack connected to her phone while she was out geocaching. So, yeah, that, uh, again, relates to the the heat. Uh, And that's kind of what uh, Keith has suggested here. He says he's. He says the extra heat uh, caused by the screen on while while being charged, it causes the screen to burn in. And yeah, that's kind of what I saw, I think, on display at uh, at Best Buy here in the U.S. is that the the screens are definitely more prone to burn in because usually they they jack up the brightness on those and leave them plugged in at the store. And then, you know, people are using them and uh, they're the same thing is on the screen over and over again. So, yeah, those definitely are more prone to burn it in the store. So, but I'll, I'll get to my, some more thoughts on on that in a little bit as well. But thank you to Keith B for reaching out. And finally, thank you to Mike LaTori who left a quick message, uh, giving a thumbs up for the new LG G6 intro. So <laughs> uh, thank you, Mike, for that. Always appreciated. So it seems uh, people, perhaps it's a little bit better <laughs> than the, uh, I don't know, either way, it's, uh, we'll just keep on going with it then. No negative reviews of it but thank you to everybody again for leaving feedback if you want to leave feedback after this episode go to pixelswim.com in the show notes page or any social links i post the episodes on social media and you can also respond there so with that said let's go into this week's lg g6 weekly report welcome to the lg g6 weekly report Okay, so there's the the intro again. Either way, moving on to this week's report. Uh, I have uh, this is mostly related to Podcast Addict. Uh, I've kind of fallen behind on my podcasts over the last month or so from traveling around, just not really having a whole bunch of time to listen to uh, episodes uh, at, like I usually do at my usual my usual pace. So right now, I have a Podcast Addict set up to auto delete downloaded episodes after about a week, or about a week, exactly a week. So and it does that based on the download date. So um, I haven't always been able to get to some of the podcasts that I download and follow uh, within that week's time. But that uh, podcast addict with the settings that I have, uh, those episodes are still getting deleted, uh, removed from the playlist and marked as played that I haven't listened to the ones that are a week or a week old, uh, basically get marked as played and deleted. Uh, permanently. So (laughs) I turned off that setting uh, to delete it after a week uh, each episode. So what I did in lieu lieu of that sort of automatic deleting option is I turned on the delete after playback option instead in the uh, podcast addict settings. Uh, Originally, I I didn't want to do that. Um, I didn't want to delete the episode as soon as it had been listened to. Uh, just because I used to listen to some podcasts uh, twice, <laughs> so I didn't want to exactly have to download it again, uh, which is why I would just uh, have, which is why I thought having it being deleted after a week would would be a good idea. But uh, which, yeah, not the not so much the case lately. I haven't been listening to too many podcasts twice. You know, sometimes there's some information heavy podcasts that I you know want to go back and listen to and make sure that I got all the info, but. uh Either way, like I said, I turned on that delete after playback option because I haven't been listening to podcasts twice. So it's fine if they just get uh, deleted right away. Uh, But I also enabled the move to the recycle bin option. Uh, This will keep uh, those deleted episodes that after an episode plays, it will be deleted. But first it will be moved to the recycle bin, uh, which you can specify a certain period of time. I chose one week, so I have the episodes in the recycle bin for one week. To if I want to restore them and listen to them again, I can. Uh, So I unchecked the mark play unplayed on on restoration (laughs) restoration. (laughs) So I can visually see uh, in my playlist which episodes I've already listened to. So in Podcast Addict, when you listen to an episode, it will put a little green check mark on the episode. It's pretty pretty visually easy to, to, to point out or to see. And so if I do restore one from the recycle bin, I do want to know that I've already listened to it because sometimes you can, you know, get episodes mixed up, which ones you've already listened to. Uh, that way it's easy to find in the playlist and and move around as I see fit. So yeah, I think that's it. Though I just was trying to get Podcast Addict all the settings, all the wonderful settings that they have fully featured, uh, getting all that updated and uh, kind of working better. Which is, it's nice to have the option to to do all those things in Podcast Addict, uh, just because it's uh, very versatile and it fits it fits pretty much uh, any situation that I can think of. I mean, you know, even if it doesn't work out right away, like uh, you know, like I have the episodes to delete after a week. Uh, I was able to turn that off and turn on another option that I think is going to work a little bit better. So hopefully that'll be, that'll be good. But, uh, yeah, that's it for this week's LG G6 weekly report. All right. So just a quick note, uh, I did finally sold my wife's old LG Q6 on Swappa. <laughs> so I've been constantly, uh, extending that listing to, to sell and so I think I'd, it sold for $80, so that means that I got five of that, and then PayPal took their share, <laughs> so I got about, uh, uh, was it $72? Uh, was it? No, it was $70. i am sorry, it sold for 70 so I got about $62 out of the sale, uh, so yeah but uh that was a great little phone godspeed little phone off <laughs> to whoever is gonna use it next yeah definitely a good device that uh, still will work on android oreo so you know a little slow not the fastest device in the world but it gets the job done and it worked well for my wife for a little while and also it's not a, a giant phone either so yeah just without i'd throw that little note in there that the q6 is no longer in the household here so All right, so referring to what I was talking about with all of this AMOLED display stuff, uh, stuff that I talked about last week, I think really I was kind of coming from a place of I didn't uh, or I haven't quite gotten over (laughs) the burning issues that I've had in the past or that I've seen in the store or anything like that. But uh, I've kind of tried to reassess uh, the way that I view phones these days because they are I don't want to get stuck in the past, and I honestly don't want to miss out uh, on on potential, you know, trying out potential devices just because of certain things. So uh, I'm going through a little bit of softening of my views of smartphones these days on different features. A couple of things that I've mentioned in the past, is I said, I was going to sit out the notch. Uh, I've talked about the AMOLED screens last week. Uh, The headphone jack, I've been kind of softening on that a little bit recently. As long as I have a dongle, which is not ideal, I think that would be okay. So essentially, I'm kind of relaxing my views on the notch, uh, AMOLED screens and the headphone jack. Uh, just because I, like I said, I it it I started to feel like I was a little bit close-minded to those things. Uh, I don't think that that's that's not the approach I want to take. So I'm not adverse to these these things anymore. I think so, especially you know having some hands-on with some of the devices, and you know it's just one of those things where it's I don't want to say I'm giving in to the trends, but I just don't think that they're hills to die on anymore. Uh, I think that that's just that's like I said, that's not the way that I want to go about my geekiness as far as phone phones go, because uh, basically I'm going to be left behind. You know, I don't want to be doing the LG G6 weekly report for, you know, the rest of my life. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to figure out a way to kind of cope with some of these changes. Uh, Because if I want to get any sort of new device anytime soon, uh, which I'll talk about in a little bit as well, uh, I don't, I'm going to have to kind of, you know, accept these things and that they're not bad. They're just where we're at. You know, that's just kind of how things are these days. And they're not the worst, you know, and I want to try some of these things out. I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on this period in smartphones. Uh, just because I'm, you know, a little hard headed about something. So I'm I'm softening my my, the, my views on things, trying to relax things a little bit. But I thought I'd put that out there just because there was a lot of feedback about the AMOLED screens, and they're not too bad. And so I was kind of, you know, I appreciate all of that feedback, because it kind of did help me to, you know, get over the, <laughs> the past experiences that I've had with those screens. Uh, things have advanced quite a bit. And uh, like I said, I just don't want to Don't want to miss out on something because I'm being stubborn, you know, that kind of thing. So, but yeah, I just thought I put those, that note out there because, uh, you know, you never know. (laughs) I don't want to, I just want to be, be upfront and, and truthful about it. You know, I have been hardheaded about things, but I just don't necessarily want to be that way. So I'm going to give things a chance, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I just, just a little update there. So (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to go into kind of the main section here of the show. Uh, I wrote quite a bit of notes about this because I, over the last week or so, had quite a bit of an experience here. Uh, it's a good thing. So a good thing is is upon me here, me and my wife here. So I'm um, calling this the big switch. So essentially, here's the, the the lowdown on what's going on right now with my cellular service here in the U.S., uh, my wife uh, officially started her new job last week. So you know she, we've, she's been in school for the past five and a half years, and now she's uh, she found a job and is uh, now working. So uh, and her company comes with a lot of really great benefits, uh, and one of them, which I'll talk, which I'm about to talk about, is that they have a bring your own phone setup, uh, where essentially they will reimburse you for one $110 of your phone bill each month. And this is, you know, just for her. Uh, but they do allow plans with multiple lines on them, multiple people on there. So like a family account. Uh, but like I said, they'll pay $110 of your of your phone bill as long you know, as there's one account payment. Uh, essentially like, you know, pay, her being kind of the, the primary account holder, paying our entire phone bill from one place uh, kind of a thing. So uh, this kind of set the wheels in motion for us to see if we could get our entire, you know, all of our service onto one plan. Uh, because of as of right now, we're on Mint Mobile here in the US, which is a T-Mobile MVNO. And uh, each line has its own account. So we pay two separate bills. uh, Technically, they're not it's not I guess it's a bill, but it's more of, you know, you pay for the subscription up front. There's no real receipts or anything like that. There's just a transaction history. You essentially load the account every Well, we do it every year. Uh, You can do it every three months or six months. But either way, Mint Mobile is separate. So it would not work. so essentially... Uh, we could just have them pay her Mint Mobile line, uh, thus sort of cutting our phone bill right in half, <laughs> which was already really low. Uh, essentially, we would go from three hundred and eighty dollars, about eighty three, uh, three hundred and eighty dollars a year to about one hundred and ninety dollars a year ish. So that's where we would be with that. And uh, we really, if we can, we want to go even further than that, because why not take advantage of something like this? I guess her company used to only pay for one-line phone bills, but it it got too convoluted because, you know, most, a lot of people are on family plans. And so they just said, we'll do 110 and that's it. But uh, also with Mint Mobile, the way it is set up, the way we pay a lump sum at the, every year, for service, a year of service, Uh, her company really isn't set up to reimburse uh, one lump sum bill. Uh, Hence why we thought it would be easier to switch to a monthly plan uh, and just sort of make it easier on them uh, because we don't think that they're going to be able to work with the Mint Mobile service. Uh, Even though Mint Mobile is really cheap, uh, we're not really, uh, you know, if we can eliminate our phone bill all together or at least uh, come in at, you know, a cheaper bill, uh, for the year, then we will definitely do that. Uh, so with that said, with all that said, this opportunity to kind of consolidate our phones into a family plan, uh, I began the search <laughs> for, to find a two line, uh, unlimited family plan. So essentially I was looking for an unlimited plan, uh, because my wife, uh, she's going to probably need more than three, three gigabytes, of LTE data, which is what we have now. And we, we even thought of upgrading the Mint Mobile plan to the 12 gigabyte a line, uh, 12 gigabyte a month of LTE data. But again, we want to kind of go to one bill system here <laughs> to get everything on there. So uh, and I just everybody, please bear with me. If you're not here in the U.S., I'm going to be talking a lot. Well, uh, quite a bit about uh, carriers here in the U.S. network and and network networks here in the US. So I just asked that you can you can bear with me while I go through this. So I did I, like I said I searched for carriers here in the US, mainly the big carriers uh before the MVNOs. Like I said we're not really going to be flipping the bill for this, so ultra low cost is not necessary. Uh so something like Mint Mobile is not <laughs> we don't necessarily have to go with that. Uh we could have uh I guess gone with Mint Mobile, but like I said we can't get it all in one plan. I'll also, like I said, I'll be talking about some some general overviews of plans here in the U.S. If you want more details, I will put links to all those carrier websites in the show notes. So I don't have to necessarily go through and and name what all the plan names are and all the benefits of those plans. I just kind of broke it down a little bit as far as the carriers and the benefits of each one for us specifically Uh, Again, these are all unlimited plans. So I started by looking at (laughs) Verizon here in the U.S. That is not my first choice, but I thought they are, you know, a really great carrier as far as coverage. And uh, my wife will be traveling quite a bit. And, you know, who knows, we might get better coverage just in our area in general. It's not bad right now at all, but Uh, like I said, I started with Verizon. Uh, I spent not very long on their website before I realized it was probably going to be too expensive. So for both of us on the plan that we would want, it would be about $140 a month. Uh, Again, keeping in mind, we get $110 of that paid. So we'd essentially be paying $30 a month, uh, which is not something that we wanted to, uh, to do. We'd be, yeah, $30 a month. For Verizon that would come out of our pocket specifically. But also with Verizon, we would need to switch to CDMA devices because neither uh, we don't have any phones in our house that will work on Verizon. Uh, All of the devices that we have are GSM. So we would both need to get new Phones, uh, which is an additional cost on top of the, the monthly plan. So we kind of just passed up Verizon. I kind of knew that we probably wouldn't go with Verizon, but I just wanted to price it out, you know, because we're we're potentially switching to something. So I want to ex- exercise our options. Next I went to ATT. Uh and when I say I went to uh just you know on their website, <laughs> T wireless. Uh, it's funny because actually ATT is the first uh, mobile operator that I uh, had uh, back when it was singular. So AT&T singular uh, was, and then I switched T-Mobile when the HTC G1 came out. So uh, yeah, at and was next. And so it wasn't too bad as far as per month. So was, uh, for the plan that we would get, it would be about $125 per month, uh, which is not too bad. Like I said, we'd be paying $5 a month essentially uh, for our entire cell service for the year, or I'm sorry, $15 a month. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. one twenty-five. So $15 a month we'd be paying. So there's not a ton of frills with AT&T. They do have some sort of, uh, TV streaming package for basic channels or something like that, but, uh, not something that we really need or, or are interested in. Um, and with AT&T, uh, I would need a new device. Uh, essentially, uh, my LG G6 that I have now is locked to T-Mobile, so it will not work with an AT&T SIM card. Uh, again, AT&T is wasn't my first choice either. <laughs> it wasn't even my second choice. But uh, I, you know, again, I looked into it a little bit. But uh, my wife's phone would work fine. Her Xperia xe one Compact would work just fine. Uh, I do have an unlocked phone that I could use, but uh, not, my G6 is my main and most powerful device that I want to keep using. But, uh, and I've, I've tried to unlock the G6 in the past, network unlock it. Uh, it just didn't work. The, the website, the unlock website that I use could not find an unlock code for it. But uh, I'll get to that in a little bit here too. Uh, the next carrier that I looked at, uh, one of the higher ones on my list of preferences was T-Mobile here in the US, the main T-Mobile company, <laughs> not just T-Mobile's network, uh, like, uh, Mint Mobile runs on T-Mobile's network, but, uh, their plan was not bad either. It's for the plan that we would get is $120 a month. And it comes with Netflix included, which I'll mention a little bit here as well. Uh, it, all the taxes and fees are included, which is really nice. So essentially you are paying what, uh, what the plan says on the website every month. So you don't have to worry about the extra little fees that kind of put everything over where you thought it would be. So, which is really nice. T-Mobile does that right up front. Uh, I know their cheaper plan does not do that. That's kind of how they get you <laughs> on the cheaper plan is so it's still cheaper even after taxes and fees, but uh, you know, it's just one of those things where they, they just jab you a little bit to, you know, potentially get that lower plan, but still pay extra. And with T-Mobile, all of our phones are ready to go uh, if we were going to switch over to them. the One of the other ones that I looked at, uh, this is actually an MVNO, uh, is Metro by T-Mobile here in the US. Uh, they were formerly uh, Metro PCS. Uh, again, they are owned by T-Mobile. That's a T-Mobile MVNO. Uh, it's owned like I said, owned, owned by T-Mobile, the the prices uh, on these MVNOs are obviously way better. Uh, the one the plan that we would get would be eighty dollars a month for both of us, which is obviously uh, way under the one hundred. Well, not way under, but it's under the one hundred ten dollars we would get uh, reimbursed per month. So uh, that one would essentially be free, uh, and our phones would be ready to go on that one as well. So with that in mind, I actually did decide. Uh, because of that, because, you know, Metro by T-Mobile would be, uh, we'd be paying nothing out of pocket uh, as far as reimbursement goes. And we'd actually be under budget. But um, I did decide to try and switch us to Metro by T-Mobile, aka Metro PCS. (laughs) It'll always be Metro PCS to me. But either way, like I said, everybody outside the US, please bear with me while I go over all of these networks. But Either way, like I said, we uh, decided to try Metro PCS. So, uh, like I said, the whole bill would be covered. We'd have that unlimited data, but potentially uh, we would be prioritized lower on the T Mobile network, uh, which we are now because we're on Mint Mobile, which also uh, uh, prioritizes the main T Mobile customers over all of the MBNOs, uh, which is, you know, if we went with Metro they would be the we would have the same thing. But I imagine Metro is probably just under where T-Mobile is considering its owned by T-Mobile. Uh, and it not like I said, it's still on T-Mobile's network, which is an advantage. Uh, but the really the biggest selling point for me when I was looking into all of these plans and all this stuff uh, was that they have free and cheap phones. So when you switch or activate, you can actually have the option to get a free phone or a cheap phone if you're switching over to their service for the first time. Uh, and essentially, the phones that I was looking at getting and that I got, you know, excited about, I was like, oh, my, you know, we need to switch. And, you know, I could potentially pick up a couple phones here as well for a service. So uh, mainly I was looking at uh, there was an iPhone 7, brand new iPhone 7. Uh, if you switch service it was only $50. So that <laughs> I was like, OK, I'll pay $50 for a brand new iPhone 7. Uh, they also had optional was the LG Q7 Plus, which I've talked about in the past because uh, we just sold that Q6 that my wife had. And the Q7 Plus looks like a, you know, an interesting device. Uh, so they had that one for $50 as well. And they also had the uh, LG Stylo 5 for free. So when you, if you switch over to their service, you get a free Stylo 5. So with all that research done, uh, we went to the Metro by T-Mobile store, uh, Metro PCS. <laughs> Either way, uh, we were ready to switch and essentially ready to get the, they didn't have the Q7 Plus in stock. I guess it's discontinued in their line. Uh, so I was like, okay, we'll just take the the Style 05 and the iPhone 7. And uh, they had both of those in stock. Uh, so essentially, while we're starting the process up, uh, getting, you know, uh, getting my wife on as the primary person on the family plan. Uh, I did ask about putting the SIM card into our current phones. And this is when the the lady there, she was super nice. Very, very nice. Uh, very helpful. Um, and, and, you know, she knew what she was talking about with all these plans. Um, but she mentioned that there was a $15 SIM switching fee. So this is something that I've seen in the past <laughs> uh, or at least comments on in the past about Metro actually charging you every time you put your SIM into another device, because essentially the way that it's set up is that you, if you put your SIM into a new phone, you have to call Metro and uh, customer service and have them associate your IMEI uh, number on your phone with your SIM card. Uh, number. So basically, every single time, essentially kind of how CDMA works, (laughs) which doesn't make any sense, because what's the point of a SIM card, if you're just going to uh, charge for that. Uh, And again, I read about this in the past, I saw something, uh, uh, I think a YouTuber, uh, I forget his name. But uh, he talks about a lot about Metro PCS phones. And basically, there was a lot of backlash for this SIM switching fee. Uh, and, uh, they kind of stopped doing it. So essentially right after she said this to me in the store there, it really, uh, I kind of (laughs) paused and was like, Oh no, you know, like, this is not how I want to use my SIM card on my service. You know, again, I thought this had been sort of reversed, you know, that this wasn't going to be an issue switching a SIM card from phone to phone. And so this is not really something I wanted to deal with every time I put my SIM card into another phone. So at that point, I kind of said, uh, we need to wait. And uh, we there was another we were in a little strip mall. And so we were able to go to another store down the way uh, and look around. My wife was able to look around while I kind of thought about if we really wanted to make the switch. And so essentially, because I had read that article in the past and I kind of pulled it up my, on my phone again. I called Metro Metro's uh, customer service uh, to verify <laughs> and see if I would be charged every time I put my SIM card into a different phone. And they said that it wouldn't. Um, but I still would need to call every time and associate that SIM card with an IMEI. And that way they would have it updated in their system. Again, not sure why. I think a part of this is because they want you to use those phones uh, that you get, I guess. Uh, if you're getting a free phone, you know they want to. I-, I don't know how that's associated. Honestly, I don't know why they're doing it. Uh, so ultimately, though, uh, I kind of we kind of came to the the, the consensus that if we would switch anyway, we would get these two new phones, <laughs> just have them activate the service in the in those phones, and then uh, eventually, or a couple days later, we would just uh, put our SIM cards into our previous devices. Uh, so we went back into the store uh, and so the the really nice lady there started uh, setting us up again, uh, putting in all the information. And then it came to uh, the part where she put in the my wife's phone number for porting the number over to their service. <laughs> and uh, essentially it was didn't qualify for porting over to Metro Metro's service Metro PCS. I'm just going to call them that, but. So basically, we could not switch from Mint Mobile to Metro PCS. Uh, There's no specific reason that the computer gives her, but I'm just guessing it's because of some sort of MVNO uh, issues, Uh, you know, like contract issues or something between the two, you know, just between the two companies, not necessarily specifically, but just, you know, an issue there where they, you know, you didn't, you don't qualify for porting your number over. So essentially, you can't switch to Metro from uh, Mint Mobile. And so yeah, that uh, after a frustrating decision process to go back and sign up, uh, essentially, that ended <laughs> the entire transaction. So we had to just stop there. And I was, you know, I, it was frustrating at first, but then, you know, I just kind of had a piece about it and didn't worry too much after we left the store. Uh, it just kind of closed the door on it. So So all of this kind of put us back uh, to the drawing board (laughs) a little bit. Luckily, like I said, I had been doing a bunch of research. So essentially, the next option on the list that was is Uh, T-Mobile, T-Mobile themselves. (laughs) It's our next choice on the list. Obviously, it comes with unlimited data and you are prioritized on the network. Uh, Again, that bill was $120 a month for both of us, but we get Netflix included with that. So essentially how it's going to work out with T-Mobile is that we already are on the cheapest Netflix plan here in the US, the $8.99 plan. Where you get one screen standard definition. <laughs> so we kind of cut back on that plan because we weren't we're not we don't use Netflix a ton, but we do like to have it at the ready if we want to watch something. So we got it down to all the and all of our TVs in our house are 720p anyway. So the standard definition honestly really isn't that big a difference for us. And both of us don't watch it at the same time. So one screen is fine as well. So if we go with the T-Mobile plan. Uh, we can cancel our current Netflix account and essentially save that $8.99 a month, which uh, basically means uh, with that, uh, because my wife's company will cover $110, we're eliminating that $8.99 uh, bill, uh, which leaves us paying about $1 a month. <laughs> so that, uh, that, that works. That'll That'll work. That's $12 a year for, for service for for both of us, which is, uh, more, uh, way better than we, we did on Mint Mobile, obviously, um, you're paying a dollar a month for both of us. So 50 cents a piece, (laughs) but, uh, either way, before I got too excited, I made sure to go onto T-Mobile's website. They have an online tool, uh, that you can check the portability of your number to see if you can port it over to T-Mobile, And you're able to put in a couple of phone numbers at a time or up to five phone numbers at a time. So I put in both of our phone numbers and it said, yes, we're good to go. We're able to port our numbers over to T-Mobile. I think, again, because of the MBNO stuff and uh, mix and match uh, with Metro, we weren't able to do it. But with T-Mobile, we should be good to go, uh, at least according to their system. And I'm guessing that's the same system that we'll uh, encounter when we go there to actually switch over. Uh, we we were going to switch because we went to the Metro store last Saturday. Uh, we were going to go to the T-Mobile store because we kind of came to this conclusion uh, Saturday night after everything was closed that we were going to go to T-Mobile. But uh, we were going to go that Sunday morning uh, to switch. Uh, but the thing is, is that when you port a phone number, sometimes it can take up to 24 hours. Uh, And my wife had actually she because she started working, she's traveling quite a bit in this first year. uh, She had to head out that Sunday night. And so this is not something that I wanted to put us through uh, as far as potentially uh, leaving her without service or leaving her needing to switch a SIM card when her current one stops working uh, into her phone. So I uh, wasn't going to take us there on Sunday morning and potentially have that happen where her number didn't port over right away. So we're waiting uh, to this coming Saturday uh, in a couple days here to, or actually, uh, this is recording on a Thursday. So I think we're going Friday night when my wife gets back from work. So we'll actually be. Uh, heading over there that way we have all weekend and to sort out any sort of porting issues. Chances are that, that things will port over, you know, very quickly. At most in a couple hours, at, at least in a cut co- in you know ten or fifteen minutes. So yeah, again, I w- I just didn't want to put us through that because actually when my wife uh, my wife's number when we ported it over to Mint Mobile did take about twenty four hours for it to to port over to Mint. So that's kind of the, the, the idea behind that again, she's not uh, as tech savvy as I am with, you know, switching in the SIM card and, 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 you know, knowing when the data is not working, knowing and all this stuff is going on. So I wasn't going to leave her in the dust or trying to do some over the phone support (laughs) because there's no phone service, you know, at some point to, to reach her. But so we decided to wait. Uh, But yeah, we will be going over to the T-Mobile store this Tomorrow evening, and getting the process started on that. And honestly, there's potential. <laughs> and I, after the the metro the metro issue that we had, I uh, kind of, you know, it was like, okay, we're just gonna use our phones because both of our phones will work perfectly on T-Mobile's network. Uh, they can just throw the SIM card in our devices. Uh, and that's kind of what I was like. We're just going to get SIM cards and activation, you know, and, and just to start the, the process of everything, not worried about getting phones. Uh, but then I did start looking on T-Mobile's website to see if they had any sort of, you know, deals going on. Now, they do potentially have free phones. I think the, the Galaxy A10e or something like that, which is a, a budget device. And then they, T-Mobile also, and they've had their own smartphones in the past. They have like the T-Mobile Revelry. I believe it's called and those are both free if you switch over and they also have a deal on LG phones right now the LG G7 G8 and V40 Uh, if you buy one of those uh, you get another one for free so uh, or and the way that that works is that if you buy it on a monthly installment plan of the device itself then you get another one for free so uh, potentially some, some LG. <laughs> we'll see when we get to the store, how it goes, but, uh, and i will talked to my wife a little bit more about it, but it could work out that, uh, end up with a couple of LG phones, new LG phones from, uh, T-Mobile on our service. So, which potentially, like I said, uh, the G7 would be nice. The G8 would be nice as well. Again, those all, all three of those, the G8, the G7 and the V40 all have, notches in their display. And I believe the G eight actually has an OLED panel this time. So, uh, the G seven has a, or an LCD screen. So, uh, and actually we would probably go with the G sevens because the, the monthly payment on the one that we would get that we have to pay for would be the lowest. Uh, and then obviously we can pay that off a little early if we, you know, are so inclined, but, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. We're getting, we're headed to T-Mobile. <laughs> Fingers crossed that their our online porting uh, tool wasn't lying to us, so that everything will work just fine. Uh, I did actually find that on Reddit, uh, somebody had posted because you can't find a lot of. <laughs> I was shocked to find anything on this. That not a lot of people switch from, like, say Mint Mobile, a cheaper plan, to T-Mobile. Uh, so it's hard to find people who've had these experiences, but I did find one Reddit post of someone who was trying to switch from Mint Mobile to T-Mobile and it took a little bit longer to switch uh, to for the number to port over uh, because T- I guess the T-Mobile uh, customer service or the back end had to actually physically and a human had to call Mint Mobile in order to verify all the stuff because actually before I even started all this process, I did Call Mint Mobile uh, to get our account numbers and pins for each line. Uh, that way, uh, that's something we need when we go in to 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 port the numbers over. Is they need that information. Uh, so I'm going to make sure I mention when we go in uh, that you know potentially there could be some delay in the porting, and you know just to to be I'll be ready if it if if the porting doesn't happen within a couple hours then I am ready to just call T-Mobile customer service and get on online with their, their porting department and make sure that they're manually calling to Mint Mobile to uh, switch the number over. So yeah, uh, very, like I said, I love, love doing this kind of research, this kind of stuff, uh, especially uh, because it's going to save us a lot of money. You know, we're trying to, if we can take advantage of this, we're going to. So uh, it's one of those, uh, if there's many bills as you can eliminate, <laughs> why not? You know? So that's, this is, uh, you know, it's been a short period of time to figure all this out. And luckily I've done, I've done a ton of research in the past on MVNOs because we were trying to save money because we we're, you know, obviously the ones flipping the bill. So we didn't want to pay too much. And Mint Mobile by far from everything that I've come across in the past has been the cheapest plan you can get. Uh, but like I said, this is a different opportunity and a different, different thing for us. So yeah, we're just, uh, going to take, take advantage of it and, and, and why not? Uh, we're grateful for it. All right. So I think I've talked long enough today, so let's wrap things up here on episode 80 of the pixel swim podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. If you want to leave any feedback, go to pixelswim.com for the show notes page as well. If you want to follow any links to those carriers, or uh, I think some of the devices I may have talked about. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, like I said, thanks for tuning in and you can reach me on social media, mostly at pixel swim on Miwi or Twitter and at pixelswim.com. So thanks for tuning in again, tune in next week for episode 81. I'll try and report back on how it went at T-Mobile <laughs> and whether or not I got the, the LG devices, I'm sure, uh, I'll be definitely talking about that if that, uh, goes through. So, uh, thanks again and have a great afternoon or evening or GSM network or CDMA network or MBNO or whatever network you're on when you're listening to this. So thanks again and Godspeed.